How did you deal, though, in your own mind of making sense of your gender nonconformity? I mean, how did you process that? There was no, there was no frame of reference. I, so that's I what. I, that's why I'm curious. In, in third grade, um, I my third grade teacher, Miss Ridgeway, I told this story like a zillion times, but Miss Ridgeway. But you're going to tell it even more interesting on on our show. <laughs> I yes. feel it. Um, I, I think I think I will. Um, <laughs> hold hold on. Um, so in third grade, Miss Ridgeway, my third grade teacher, called my mother on the phone and said, "Your son is going to end up in New Orleans wearing a dress if we don't get him into therapy right away." Apparently, Miss Ridgeway's son acted very much in, similarly to the way that I. I did when she when when they were a child and ended up in New Orleans wearing a dress. So this was like this big crisis, and so I remember being in the therapist office, and the therapist asked me if I knew the difference between a boy and a girl, and I said there is no difference, and and I said that because everybody was telling me that I was a boy, but I knew that I was a girl. I knew I just like I'm, I'm a really girl. I knew it, and but I but I but everyone was telling That's me I was a boy, so I reasoned that there must not be any difference, and so in my mind, in my third grade mind, I was like there's no differences between boys. And girls because I'm a girl and everybody's telling me that I'm a boy so that's kind of how I processed it so it was and- a non a non-issue for you. It, you were you were a girl. Oh, it was it wasn't an issue for me. It right, was an issue that, for everybody right. else. Right, but that's what that's fascinating. In your else. mind, there was no issue. Exactly, and. Um, yeah, um, and it was really an issue for everyone else, and I was shamed for it. I was, um, it was, it was really. I didn't feel, I didn't feel safe being who I was um, at home or at school. Everybody was trying to fix me or change me or police me or my gender. Um, so did they take you to, to a doctor? Did they take you to there therapist? Was, um, did you just? Well, I went. No, that was at the therapist's office, and so I was in the therapist, and then they eventually. Um, I don't always tell this on uh, in media, but they wanted to. Um, the therapist was like, we can. They have a therapy, basically, a sort of conversion therapy. Right, for right. Chance. They would. They we. They were like, we can inject um, them uh, with testosterone to make them more masculine. And so that was like the conversation. Okay, that is so awful. That was the conversation that was happening, and they were basically planning to do this with my mother's permission. And luckily for me, my mother was like. Something was my. I think my mother like what's great. I think my mother would have done it if she just wasn't averse to like drugs and surgery and just all that stuff. When I went to transition later on, she was just like most freaked out about surgery and and hormones and stuff. So she something didn't seem right to her about injecting a third grader with testosterone. Thank I mean, God, I wasn't right? even producing testosterone. A third grader is like not even in puberty yet, so I wasn't even producing testosterone for them to have. And I and, and years later, I was in a support group for trans gender women here in New York City. And I was hearing stories from other trans women, and I and, and I just I just remembered this. And a trans woman in the in the group said that when she was go- when she was 12 years old, they injected her with testosterone to make her more masculine. So this is something that they were doing, and it didn't work. She was still a trans. She's in the trans gender woman's group, but it made her transition that much harder because they it pumped up oh the testosterone gosh. in her system. So it was just I'm so that's torture blessed that that didn't have testosterone for a trans woman is the it's evil for me like testosterone it's like evil and horrible and i've been for years i was like get this testosterone out of my body it's i don't make any anymore which is great uh, <laughs> but testosterone is evil so um yeah it's it it was rough girl and i and i and i and it, and it made oh, me right, feel like i was awful and it made me feel like I was wrong and I was suicidal, blah, blah, blah. I've, I've t- told a lot of this um, um, before, but I got through it. It wasn't all bad. 
it wasn't all bad because I because I was creative and because I loved to read and I was good in school and I got out of it and I survived. And the and the beautiful thing about everything that I went through as a kid is that I'm not the only one who went through it. I'm not the only one who's going through it. So when I get to travel the country and share my story, other people are like, oh my God, I went through this too. And they don't feel alone. They don't feel like they're the only ones who are going through it. And that is the, the power of having um, been tested. I always say without a test, there's no testimony. And so the, the, the beautiful thing about everything challenging and horrible that happened to me is, is in my childhood is that I get to share that now 